Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started, I want to share another podcast with you that I know our younger listeners will love. It's Rella B. Reading with Rella B is a super chill podcast in which Rella reads to her listeners and before each episode, she guides her listeners through stretches and it's impossible not to get into it and just kind of melt into her stories. Her episodes are like a pause button for the day, and the stories are always fun and engaging. She's also got excellent interactive reading videos online. Rellaby creates awesomeness for a younger audience, so click the links in the show notes or search for Rellaby wherever you listen. Now let's get after some shout-outs. Chris and Everett from New York shared some awesome images of the valley that they generated using AI. Those were pretty awesome images, you two. I think if you were both in the stories, you would be the mice kings of the valley. And you would command an army of millions of mice and you would ride them into battle against all who would threaten the mice kingdom. Thanks for listening, Chris and Everett. Today's episode is titled Master Momo Origin Story, Part 2. Shortly after returning home from the country hospital incident, Master Momo packed a bag and went to Cliffside City. Scenes kept flashing in his head of the old woman fighting off the bandits. Momo wanted to have those fighting skills more than he had ever wanted anything in his life. Even though Momo was a farm boy, he had been to Cliffside City many times and knew his way around. So he went straight to the dojo. The door was open and Momo stepped inside. You got something to report, said a woman. Something to report? No, I just, I, I want to know how to join the dojo, you know, to, uh, to be a ninja, Momo said. Yeah, right, she said. Drop your bag in a room upstairs. I think uh, room number four is open. Then come back downstairs. Momo did as she told him, and when he came downstairs, he followed the sounds he heard to a training room. He looked into the room from out in the hallway. The Cliffside City ninjas were all training going through martial arts motions together. The infamous robot Master Tin was at the front of the room, observing the ninjas. Momo was nervous. He didn't want to barge in and disturb the training. He wasn't sure what to do. Master Tin saw him and raised a metal finger, pointing right at him. Get in line! Focus on your form! The robot ninja yelled. Momo hustled in the room and found a place alongside the other ninjas. He tried his best to keep up. And this is how Momo's days went. For weeks, he trained from sunup to sundown. When he wasn't training, he was cooking and cleaning and sharpening swords. He was exhausted. Every morning, his muscles were so sore he could barely stand. But he kept at it. He didn't quit. And after two weeks, it began to get easier. Momo got stronger. His form improved. The other ninjas at the Cliffside City Dojo began to respect him, and they became friends. Eventually, Master Tin picked him to join in on a small mission. Our scouts have shared the location of a gang of bandits that have been operating in this region for months, Master Tin said. We finally know where their hideout is, and we're going to get them. Momo, Alice, Rumi, pack up and let's go. Now. Aside from regular city patrols, this was the first time Momo had been invited on a real mission. He grabbed his adventure bag and waited outside for the rest. Hours later, they were closing in on the bandit gang who had concealed themselves nicely in a cave near the western cliffs of the valley. 
This particular cave wasn't very deep and they could hear the bandits, their voices echoing and drifting out into the night. Master Tin led the group, silently stepping closer and closer to the cave opening. Once they were all right there near the opening, he turned to the other ninjas and nodded. Master Momo, trying to make a name for himself and impress his new dojo master, rushed into the dark cave. He followed the flickering light to a room filled with bandits. Torches on the wall illuminated the entire space. It was filled with stolen goods. Chests of treasure, tables full of weapons, potions, everything the bandits had been stealing these past few weeks. When Momo entered the room, he didn't stop to survey the area. He leaped at the closest bandit and attacked. Unfortunately, this was easily the largest bandit he had ever seen. This massive brute had muscles as big as Momo's head and wore a big hairy helmet with bull's horns that nearly touched the roof of the cave. Momo attacked this bandit using all the moves he'd been learning at the dojo, but it felt like he was attacking a stone statue. The bandit didn't budge. The brute reached out and grabbed Momo's arm and held him up in the air like a toddler. Momo hacked at the guy's arms with his fighting sticks, hoping to hurt him enough that he'd drop him to the ground. Master Tin and the other ninjas rushed into the room as the bandit growled in Momo's face and pulled back a closed fist. Momo continued to struggle and, instead of getting pounded by a bandit fist, he heard a loud smack sound as Master Tin's robot hand intercepted the bandit fist holding it still with his impressive robot strength. Momo was just as surprised as the bandit. The brute dropped Momo to focus his attention on Master Tin, and Momo rushed around the room to help the other ninjas in their fights. He successfully distracted the bandits fighting the other ninjas, and soon the dojo had subdued the bandits, tying them up and surveying the loot. Master Tin, began Momo, I I'm sorry I wasn't able to... Master Tin waved his hand as if to dismiss Momo's apology. You were too quick in your assault, but sometimes a bold approach is needed. You did fine, Momo. Momo sighed. It was good for him to hear Master Tin say that, but he really wanted to impress him, and he pretty much failed. But as he looked around the cave, he was reminded that they had all won the day. The bandits were captured, and that was their goal after all. Momo followed suit and began rummaging through the loot, looking for anything particularly dangerous or valuable. He and Master Tin stood before a long wooden table, handling trinkets and jewelry and things. Master Tin found something interesting and held it up in front of his face. Momo turned to see and could tell it was a red gemstone set in a pendant, hanging from a necklace. Momo leaned nearer as the stone began to glow. Master Tin turned his head slightly and pulled the pendant closer to his face, so close it was almost touching. Master Tin, said Momo, noticing that the ninja master seemed mesmerized. Master Tin remained fixated on the stone and now the robot's eyes were glowing red as well. Momo reached up to grab the necklace, but in an instant... The stone and Master Tin's eyes stopped glowing. Momo froze there with his hand reaching to Master Tin. The ninja master turned to Momo. Yes, Momo, do you need something? Momo silently shook his head and tried to make sense of what he just saw. As he was thinking about it, Master Tin pulled the necklace over his robot head 
letting it hang from his neck. It was not common for Master Tin to keep loot for himself. He was a robot, after all. He didn't need much. Sometimes the dojo would keep tools or weapons from villains, especially if they could not find an original owner. Or maybe the dojo would sell the villain loot and use the money for dojo stuff. But to see Master Tin immediately put on a necklace they just found, well, Momo found that odd. Later that night, as they hauled the loot back to their dojo in Cliffside, Momo asked his fellow ninja about it. Hey, Alice, you see that necklace Master Tin put on? Does he do that a lot, just start wearing loot jewelry? Momo asked. The group was walking under the light of the moon on a dirt road carrying heavy bags of the bandits' stolen goods. Alice scrunched up her eyebrows and thought about it. I guess not, said Alice. It, it, it was the stone, you see it like glowed, and then Master Tin's eyes glowed too, and... Master Momo began telling Alice the story of what he had seen. Listen, Momo, if you have a problem with Master Tin, then you need to go take it up with him, Alice said. But I don't think it's wise to go questioning the Master after your first real mission. And Momo kind of agreed. He was still new here, so he did his best to keep quiet and just do what he was told. Still, he couldn't quite get it out of his head, what he had seen. And he told himself that he was going to try and keep an eye on Master Tin. Just in case. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and shout-out requests to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.